Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fluent AAC. Fluent AAC is a company that creates some of the world's most advanced AAC technology. Now, why I love Fluent AAC so much is its ease of use and its diverse characters and representations of the app. This app really strives to be accessible for all kinds of users to ensure that their AAC users are prioritizing both the well-being of long-term language development and focusing on people and connection. Fluent AAC is committed to every single customer. They take a holistic approach to product design that centers around the whole person and not just imitation. New users can get a seven-day free trial of the Fluent AAC app to use for iPad. And if you head over to FluentAAC.com, there are tons of free and printable resources for you to start using with your littles right now. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Speech with Rach podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Musial, M-A-C-C-C-S-L-P. And this week, we're going to be talking about our identity as speech-language pathologists. And that I really think that we need to define our identity as SLP and dot, dot, dot. Because there is so much more that encompasses who we are And sometimes grad school, jobs, work can make you feel as though you're forgetting that. So today we're going to talk all about finding and maintaining your SLP identity. Happy Monday, Speech with Rach fam. It is a gorgeous day in Denver per usual. I feel so blessed to live in a place that is just consistently filled with sunshine. Um, When I grew up in Chicago, the first 24 years of my life, as gorgeous as the city was, it was dark (laughs) and cold like every single day. And for someone that already struggles with and is diagnosed with depression, it was really hard for me to get up sometimes and stay active. So I am just so blessed when there is a sunny day now because I realize that I don't take those things for granted and that it really does make a big impact on myself my mood, my productivity, happiness for that day. So just something that I'm noticing and I'm, I'm feeling really blessed for today. But in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about our identity as SLPs. And then a lot of times someone will, you know, you'll meet someone and they'll ask, what do you do? And you'll say, I'm an SLP. And like, that's it. And I feel like we need to start extending that phrase to, I'm an SLP and, and bring those other rules in because I have always, since I began my trek into the career field, always, even from the time at age 15, saw that work could become super encompassing in things if I let it. But if I did, other start parts of my life would perhaps start to suffer. And so from being a high schooler, I worked on having a very well-rounded sense of identity. My job was important to me, but it didn't define me. My friends were great, but I didn't rely on them wholeheartedly. 
I had hobbies and passions that I did for myself, right? And I tried to also be a consistently good family member, sister, daughter. And I think that as we grow and take on a job, a field, a position, a title, we start to forget about those other identities. And we almost feel bad when we want to take time to address those identities and not just simply be us, our single career title or path. So I'll start by saying I noticed this big disparity in grad school when I found that I was putting as much effort as I could into studying and being a great student and clinician, but I was also working other jobs, trying to support my family, make money, take care of my health, my mental health at the time, my anxiety, my depression. And I knew that if I put my heart and soul into grad school and that became my identity, when it was over, I would not know how to manage real life, being an SLP and those other things, because I would have let those other things suffer. And that's what I did in undergrad. Um, I let my mental health, I let other things suffer. Maybe because I felt like I should be going out or should be doing certain things. And in graduate school, I think it's really easy to fall into that trap of, well, I'm an SLP graduate student. I should be studying. I should be focused. This needs to be my life. And it doesn't. If it is, if this is truly what fills your heart and soul 24-7, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, you go and you go do that. You learn, you lead, you teach in this field. But I would say most people have something else in their life that fills their soul. Whether it be a partner, a family member, an activity, a place. And it's so important to keep that identity and that part of you consistent and throughout whatever trials and tribulations come in your career path. Because the more you take care of your soul, the more you'll be able to handle, better handle, when things in life aren't going so great. If you are consistently pushing to only focus on life as an SLP, you will start to lose those other identities. And those other identities, those things that bring us joy, help us continue to sustain being an SLP. And they're also what makes each of us innately unique, right? I, I look at therapy from my perspective as a clinician almost like dating in that sometimes the connection, the style, the way that I am or the things that I believe might not line up with a family and that is okay. What's so incredible about our field is that we are all so different and we bring different things to the table. So we shouldn't be comparing to our supervisor our best friend, or this or that, because we're going to be different and that's okay. For some families and kiddos, it's going to work. And for some, it's not. But the more that you can continue to bring your identity into your work as an SLP, the more fulfilled you will feel. And that's really how I found mindfulness. When I was working in the schools in Los Angeles, my kiddos, kiddos that weren't even on my caseload, were coming to me struggling with bullying, socioeconomic status, 
you know, not safe homes, homelessness. And I started talking to them about journaling, gratitude, being present. And it naturally started to happen where more and more students would somehow find their way into the speech office and share their problems with me. And by the end of the year, I had like a little club of kiddos that weren't even really on my caseload, but just wanted support with mindfulness. And I was like, this is telling me something that something that has helped me personally and is such a big part of my identity can resonate with my caseload. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is who I am as an SLP. I'm an SLP and I'm still a mental health advocate. I'm still a mindfulness practitioner. I'm still a spiritual. I still bring those things into my practice. Yes, there are certain things you should always leave at the door. Biases, such like that. But qualities that make you, you, when you can bring that into your practice, you just end up feeling so much more fulfilled. So this week during your sessions, I encourage you to look at them and say, where am I bringing my Rachelness into this? Where am I bringing my Lindsay into this, my Marina, this, whatever your name is? What about that session makes it so special because you are doing it, right? What about you as a clinician is different, is unique, is exciting? What is your strength? What is something that you enjoy focusing on? And if that question is hard for you to answer, I really suggest that you look at the way that you're conducting and holding your sessions that they might be effective, but are they also enjoyable for both you and kiddo, right? Are they mindful? Are they carrying other aspects in as well? Other pieces of your identity or kiddo's identity, right? Our kids are so well-rounded also. And it's so important to target all of those different parts of them as well and bring that into and highlight those strengths when we're working with them. There might be a day where we're just dancing and playing music, but maybe in that day, they start to trust us. We build rapport. We see our kids let go. It doesn't always need to look or feel a certain SLP way. Instagram can be so deceiving for the way that we need to conduct our life or our therapy sessions. As I've shared before, for some people, this truly is their heart and their soul. And they enjoy taking the time to do those extra things for their caseload. And I love that. But I also encourage you to find things in your life that continue to fulfill you to carry over to the work that you're doing. That's not just in that SLP scope. If you were to lose your job tomorrow, how else would you define yourself? Right? If I lost my SLP title, there are still so many other ways I would define myself as. A mental health advocate. A woman. Uh, a female empowerment coach, speaker, someone that looks for adventure and highlights connection. I still have so many other facets to my identity that I wouldn't be completely lost. Sure, it would throw me off, right? But I wouldn't be totally lost. It's almost like when you're dating someone, we've all had those relationships where you maybe throw yourself in a little too much. 
you're a little too codependent, right? That first love. And you break up and you're like, holy crap. What was my life before this person? I need to find myself again. And we shouldn't be finding ourselves again in our career. Our career should help us expand on who we are, okay? So if you're in graduate school, if you're in your CFY, if you're an SLP and you're feeling like that's your only identity, reach out to me and let me know. And we can problem solve on some ways to find other pieces of you to bring into your day-to-day. Whether that be setting boundaries or just looking at things in a different way. Because I guarantee each and every one of us has a different-ness, Rachel-ness, Alyssa-ness, whatever, that they bring into their session that makes it unique. And that's why this field isn't about comparing to other SLPs in their journey in grad school, in their journey in being an SLP for 10 years. Because we all have different things that we bring to the table. And the more that we celebrate highlight, accept, and love that, the more we'll continue to sustain our work and our love for our field. We won't be as burned out because we're still maintaining other parts of our identity, both personally and professionally. So my challenge for you all this week is to look at your identity and say, I'm an SLP and dot, dot, dot. And fill in the blank. How else do you identify yourself? And does that carry over into your work? And if not, how can it? I also want to leave you guys with another amazing review that was left for me that made me smile so much. Um, This one is from Brookie1107. And she said, One of the most real, genuine, and honest podcasts I have ever listened to. Not only does this dive into speech therapy aspects, but is also important life lessons for everyone. I'm recommending this podcast to everyone I know. (laughs) Thank you, Brookie. I so appreciate that. You guys, your messages, your kind words do not go unnoticed. Like I just shared, part of my identity, huge part of my identity, is connecting and inspiring. So these are the things that just keep me going more and keep me open and vulnerable with sharing with you all how to continue to incorporate this in your lives as well. But that is all I will say for today. I'll see you guys next time.